0: Welcome back to a new edition of Sweet Dreams. Thank you for joining me. We're back from a brief hiatus. Anchor's done some new formatting, and we're going to work with it. Today on Sweet Dreams, what's keeping you up at night? Let's address the things that keep most people up, what you can do to alleviate the stress from those things keeping you up, and how to, in effect, Get you to sleep into sweeter dreams. We'll be right back on Sweet Dreams. So how'd you sleep last night? For millions of Americans, they didn't. They tossed, they turned, they paced. They looked for some sort of miracle concoction to get them to sleep. They pondered, they journaled, took hot showers, drank warm milk. A number of different things. But what's keeping you up? For some, it's as simple as a mattress, you know, really just needing a new mattress. But for others, it's carrying a load so heavy that their mind cannot rest enough to sleep. What kind of kind of load? Some people would ask, like well what what exactly And you don't think about it, you know, you go to sleep, you do your day, you carry it, and you go through. But in the back of your mind is how are you going to maintain your current state of existence, your living? Some people, a fortunate few, don't have this to worry about for the rest of us. It's a daily concern. Making sure that you have enough put away or enough on its way to sustain your, your living, the roof over your head, the car that you drive, the food that you eat, the clothes on your back. And that's something that keeps people up. Maybe that's not your issue. Maybe there's health issues. Maybe you ate some rough foods. Hard on the digestive system. Possibly that could be keeping you up. Even if you manage to get to sleep, a flare up in the chest and the throat and the gut. That'll wake you up. So what we want to do today is address what is keeping you up, and let's get you to sleep today on The Daily Sip. We'll be right back. Sweet dreams, we'll be right back. And we're back on sweet dreams. So let's find out what's keeping you up at night. So if you can, like I said, jot down on a piece of paper or in your notes, on your phone, however it may be, and just kind of take note of when you're laying in bed and you can't get to sleep, what is keeping you up? You want to write down if it's thoughts racing, you know, you got a lot of things on your mind. If it's body aches and pains, acid reflux, GERD, things of that nature, is there something you know, a pressing project that you need to complete, you wanna write these things down and take a look at it. You know, if it's tossing and turning, it's like, I'm just uncomfortable, write that down too. Now here's the thing, you've made your list, you look at it, and then you say, how can I fix it? Because the thing about being up at night Is that your body doesn't have its chance to do healing it doesn't have the time that it needs to recharge and be effective for the next day and you want to make sure that you're doing everything to get you to a proper level of REM sleep so you don't face yourself with some of the many pitfalls of lack of sleep so when you take a look at your list if it's bills or things of that nature or stress tasks that are unattended that need to be completed it may be a good time to make a to-do list and make the to-do list in order of importance and task size so the most important task you want to have at the top of those most important tasks you need to decide If you are the type of person who needs to take out the big chunks so if that's the case put the heaviest most pressing task at the top of the list and get to it now for me I like to do my task in order of importance and in bite-sized pieces so however important the task is put the smallest one in order so I can knock it out quickly and it could be anything It's just like I need to put a dresser together I've got some laundry to do or a little painting little touch-up some social media content planning however it is but put that in order of like I said in my case bite sized pieces if it's like a food situation acid reflux GERD stomach ache Well, there's remedies that you can take that'll help subside those things, you know, so you want to make sure that maybe you take a digestive in the evening, a mint tea or a ginger tea to help settle your stomach. The mint tea will also help ease up, you know, some of that acid reflux. Make sure that you're not eating spicy foods right before bed or just real heavy things that could cause certain levels of belly bloat. But those are easily remedied. If it's a physical condition, RLS, achy back, stiff arm, then you want to look at some breathing techniques or some stretching exercises that'll help kind of ease the tension, even maybe try a little abayanga, which is a little self-massage just on your limbs, just self-soothing. Maybe add a little lavender essential oil and just ease the tension in your body, your muscles and your bones. So once you have made that list and you've assessed all the different possibilities and what you can do to treat it and you still can't get to sleep because you're tossing and turning, the likelihood is that you may just be in the market for a new mattress. And there's many, many options to that. You know, So take a look at your local mattress retailers, do your research online, and find a mattress store and get to a sleep specialist as soon as you can, someone who can guide you through the process of fitting you, for a proper night's rest making sure that you are both properly supported in the spine and yet comforted in all the tender areas so you can get to sleep so today on sweet dreams we're assessing why are we staying up and what are the causes of keeping us up. And because we're on that, I just want to go over the 10 reasons why sleep is so important. Because some people are like, well, I don't need to sleep. You know, I'm going, people are touting, 48 hours, no sleep, 72 hours, no sleep. It is not a good thing. Because a good night's sleep is incredibly important for your health. In fact, it's just as important as eating healthy and exercising. But in this Western environment, it's interfering with natural sleep patterns. Patterns. You know, people are now sleeping less than they did in the past, and sleep quality has decreased as well. Most of this is due to a lot of social media activity. People are online constantly, 24-7. Every waking moment of the day, people are attached to their devices. I noticed people walking down the street, head down. They could kill themselves, but they're on the phone and they're on the tablet. All the way from the time they wake up, they're checking, to the time their eyes fall asleep while they're checking. So their sleep is greatly disrupted. And here's one of the things. Matter of fact, here's 10 things of why sleep is so important. Poor sleep can make you fat. So poor sleep is strongly linked to weight gain. So if you're one of those people that are concerned with, I don't want to get fat, I don't want to gain weight, or you find yourself gaining excess weight and you're not sure where it's coming from, maybe it's your sleep. People with short sleep duration tend to weigh significantly more than those who get adequate sleep. In fact, short sleep duration is one of the strongest risk factors for obesity. In one extensive review study, children and adults with short sleep duration were 89% and 55% more likely to become obese, respectively. The effects of sleep on weight gain is believed to be mediated by numerous factors, including hormones and motivation to exercise. So if you're trying to lose weight, getting quality sleep is absolutely crucial because not getting enough sleep raises your cortisol levels. Cortisol is a stress hormone that causes most people to binge eat. So, good sleepers tend to eat fewer calories. Studies show that sleep-deprived individuals have bigger appetite and tend to eat more calories. Sleep deprivation disrupts the daily fluctuations in appetite hormones and is believed to cause poor appetite regulation. This includes higher levels of ghrelin, the hormone that stimulates appetite, and reduced levels of leptin, the hormone that suppresses appetite. So poor sleep affects hormones that regulate appetite. So those who get adequate sleep tend to eat fewer calories than those who don't. Good sleep can improve your concentration and productivity. So good sleep can maximize problem-solving skills and enhance memory. Poor sleep has been shown to impair your brain function. So in a study on medical interns provides a good example. Interns on a traditional schedule with extended work hours of more than 24 hours made 36 more serious medical errors than interns on a schedule that allowed more sleep. Another study found that short sleep can negatively impact some aspects of brain function to a similar degree as alcohol intoxication. And if any of you have been heavily sleep deprived, and I've been there, I remember in college, cramming all night for midterms and things of that nature, yeah, you feel completely delirious and drunk. It's a horrible feeling. But on the other hand, good sleep has been shown to improve problem solving skills and enhance memory performance of both children and adults. Get to sleep. Address the problems that are causing you not to sleep, and let's fix it and get you there. Good sleep can maximize your athletic performance. So, longer sleep has been shown to improve many aspects of athletic and physical performance. It's been shown to, in a study of basketball players, that longer sleep significantly improves speed, accuracy, reaction times, and mental well being. Less sleep duration has been associated with poor exercise performance and functional limitations in elderly women. A study in over 2800 women found that poor sleep was linked to slower walking, lower grip strength, and greater difficulty performing independent activities. So ladies, please, with all the stress, yes I know, it keeps us up at night. Meditation, yoga, a cup of chamomile tea, a soothing brew of peaceful slumber from myteatherapy.com. All of those things can help you get to sleep. We don't want to weaken our abilities. Poor sleepers have a greater risk of heart disease and stroke. So it's known that sleep quality and duration can have a major effect on many health risk factors. These are also factors believed to drive chronic disease including heart disease. A review of 15 studies found that people who don't get enough sleep are at far greater risk of heart disease or stroke than those who sleep seven to eight hours per night. Your health is at stake. Let's get you to sleep. Sleep also affects glucose metabolism and type two diabetes risk. Experimental sleep restrictions affect blood sugars and reduce insulin sensitivity. In a study in healthy young men, restricting sleep to four hours per night for six nights in a row caused symptoms of prediabetes. These symptoms resolved after one week of increased sleep duration. Poor sleep habits are also strongly linked to adverse effects on blood sugar in the general population. Those sleeping less than six hours per night have repeatedly been shown to be at an increased risk of type two diabetes. So sleep deprivation can cause prediabetes in healthy adults in as little as six days. Many Many studies show a strong link between short sleep duration and type 2 diabetes. Get to sleep. This can be corrected in about a week of regular sleep sleeping improves your immune function this is a fact that the less sleep you get the lower your immune your immune functionality so less sleep the more likelihood you are to get a cold they found that those who slept less than seven hours were almost three times more likely to develop a cold than those who slept eight hours or more if you often get colds ensuring that you get at least eight hours of sleep per night can be very helpful eating more garlic can help as well which I do I actually don't get sick probably hardly once a year or even but I do eat a lot of garlic but anyway getting at least eight hours of sleep can improve your immune function and fight the common cold get to sleep stock up on your garlic and your health will be good to go poor sleep is also linked to increased inflammation so you if you are dealing with inflammation arthritic factors Sleep can have a major effect on the inflammation in your body. In fact, sleep loss is known to activate undesirable markers of inflammation and cell damage. Poor sleep has been strongly linked to long-term inflammation of the digestive tract. In disorders known as inflammatory bowel disease, one study observed that sleep deprived people with Crohn's disease were twice as likely to relapse as patients who slept well. Get to sleep. Let's not have a Crohn's relapse. Let's eliminate that IBS. Let's get you to sleep and improve your health. Researchers are even recommending sleep evaluations to help predict outcomes in individuals with long-term inflammatory issues. So listen, sleep affects your body's inflammatory response. Poor sleep is strongly linked to inflammatory bowel disease and increases your risk of disease recurrence. Finally, sleep affects emotions and social interactions. Sleep loss reduces your ability to interact socially. It makes you very disgruntled, angry. You face the world not with glee, but with just pure resentment because guess what? You didn't get to sleep. Several studies confirmed this using emotional facial recognition tests. One study found that people who had not slept had a reduced ability to recognize expressions of anger and happiness. Researchers believe that poor sleep affects your ability to recognize important social cues and process emotional information. So here's the thing. Sleep deprivation may reduce your social skills and ability to recognize people's emotional expressions. This is very important because in today's society of limited social interaction due to social media overaction, you know, people aren't receptive to social cues And if you haven't slept well, you're even less likely to recognize these social cues, which is very important in human interaction. So bottom line, along with nutrition and exercise, good sleep is one of the pillars of health. You simply cannot achieve optimal health without taking care of your sleep. So today on Sweet Dreams, we're getting you to sleep, but we're addressing the problems And what the effects are if you don't. Thank you for joining me today on Sweet Dreams. I look forward to the next time. Let's get you to sleep. If you like what you've heard today and would like to have more of it, please feel free to donate to the podcast. With just a dollar a month, you can support this show, giving me more time to do more research and give you more tools to get you to sleep here on Sweet Dreams next time we'll be back and we're back on sweet dreams so let's find out what's keeping you up at night so if you can like I said jot down on a piece of paper or in your notes on your phone however it may be and just kind of take note of when you're laying in bed and you can't get to sleep what is keeping you up You want to write down if it's thoughts racing, you know, you got a lot of things on your mind. If it's body aches and pains, acid reflux, GERD, things of that nature. Is there something, you know, a pressing project that you need to complete? You want to write these things down and take a look at it. You know, if it's tossing and turning, it's like, I'm just uncomfortable. Write that down too. Now here's the thing. You've made your list, you look at it, and then you say, how can I fix it? Because the thing about being up at night is that your body doesn't have its chance to do healing. It doesn't have the time that it needs to recharge and be effective for the next day. And you want to make sure that you're doing everything to get you to a proper level of REM sleep. So you don't face yourself with some of the many pitfalls of lack of sleep. So when you take a look at your list, if it's bills or things of that nature or stress tasks that are unattended that need to be completed, it may be a good time to make a to-do list. And make the to-do list in order of importance and task size so the most important task you want to have at the top of those most important tasks you need to decide if you are the type of person who needs to take out the big chunks so if that's the case put the heaviest most pressing task at the top of the list and get to it now for me i like to do my task in order of importance and in bite-sized pieces so however important the task is put the smallest one in order so I can knock it out quickly and it could be anything It's just like I need to put a dresser together I've got some laundry to do or a little painting little touch-up some social media content planning however it is but put that in order of like I said in my case bite-sized pieces if it's like a food situation, acid reflux, GERD, stomach ache, well, there's remedies that you can take that'll help subside those things. You know, so you want to make sure that maybe you take a digestive in the evening, a mint tea or a ginger tea to help settle your stomach. The mint tea will also help ease up, you know, some of that acid reflux. Make sure that you're not eating spicy foods right before bed or just real heavy things that could cause certain levels of belly bloat, but those are easily remedied. If it's a physical condition, RLS, achy back, stiff arm, then you want to look at some breathing techniques or some stretching exercises that'll help kind of ease the tension. Even maybe try a little abayanga, which is a little self-massage just on your limbs, just self-soothing. Maybe add a little lavender essential oil and just ease the tension in your body, your muscles and your bones. So once you have made that list, and you've assessed all the different possibilities and what you can do to treat it and you still can't get to sleep because you're tossing and turning. The likelihood is that you may just be in the market for a new mattress and there's many, many options to that. You know, So take a look at your local mattress retailers, do your research online and find a mattress store and get to a sleep specialist as soon as you can, someone who can guide you through the process of fitting you for a proper night's rest, making sure that you are both properly supported in the spine and yet comforted in all the tender areas so you can get to sleep. So today on Sweet Dreams we're assessing why are we staying up and what are the causes of keeping us set? And because we're on that, I just want to go over the 10 reasons why sleep is so important. Because some people are like, well, I don't need to sleep. You know, I'm going, people are touting, 48 hours, no sleep, 72 hours, no sleep. It is not a good thing. Because a good night's sleep is incredibly important for your health. In fact, it's just as important as eating healthy and exercising. But in this Western environment, it's interfering with natural sleep patterns. Patterns you know people are now sleeping less than they did in the past and sleep quality has decreased as well most of this is due to a lot of social media activity people are online constantly 24 7 every waking moment of the day people are attached to their devices I noticed people walking down the street head down they could kill themselves but they're on the phone and they're on the tablet all the way from the time they wake up they're checking to the time their eyes fall asleep while they're checking So their sleep is greatly disrupted. And here's one of the things. Matter of fact, here's 10 things of why sleep is so important. Poor sleep can make you fat. So poor sleep is strongly linked to weight gain. So if you're one of those people that are concerned with, I don't want to get fat, I don't want to gain weight, or you find yourself gaining excess weight and you're not sure where it's coming from, maybe it's your sleep. People with short sleep duration tend to weigh significantly more than those who get adequate sleep. In fact, short sleep duration is one of the strongest risk factors for obesity. In one extensive review study, children and adults with short sleep duration were 89% and 55% more likely to become obese, respectively. The effects of sleep on weight gain is believed to be mediated by numerous factors, including hormones and motivation to exercise. So if you're trying to lose weight, getting quality sleep is absolutely crucial because not getting enough sleep raises your cortisol levels. Cortisol is a stress hormone that causes most people to binge eat. So good sleepers tend to eat fewer calories. Studies show that sleep deprived individuals have bigger appetite and tend to eat more calories. Sleep deprivation disrupts the daily fluctuations in appetite hormones and is believed to cause poor appetite regulation. This includes higher levels of ghrelin, the hormone that stimulates appetite and reduced levels of leptin, the hormone that suppresses appetite. So poor sleep affects hormones that regulate appetite. So those who get adequate sleep tend to eat fewer calories than those who don't. Good sleep can improve your concentration and productivity. So good sleep can maximize problem-solving skills and enhance memory. Poor sleep has been shown to impair your brain function. So in... A study on medical interns provides a good example, interns on a traditional schedule with extended work hours of more than 24 hours made 36 more serious medical errors than interns on a schedule that allowed more sleep. Another study found that short sleep can negatively impact some aspects of brain function to a similar degree as alcohol intoxication. And if any of you have been heavily sleep deprived and I've been there. I remember in college cramming all night for midterms and things of that nature. Yeah, you feel completely delirious and drunk. It's a horrible feeling. But on the other hand, good sleep has been shown to improve problem-solving skills and enhance memory performance of both children and adults. Get to sleep address the problems that are causing you not to sleep and let's fix it and get you there. Good sleep can maximize your athletic performance. So longer sleep has been shown to improve many aspects of athletic and physical performance. It's been shown to in a study of basketball players that longer sleep significantly improves speed, accuracy, reaction times and mental well-being. Less sleep duration has been associated with poor exercise performance and functional limitations in elderly women. A study in over 2,800 women found that poor sleep was linked to slower walking, lower grip strength, and greater difficulty performing independent activities. So ladies, please, with all the stress, yes, I know, it keeps us up at night. Meditation, yoga, A cup of chamomile tea, a soothing brew of peaceful slumber from MyTeaTherapy.com. All of those things can help you get to sleep. We don't want to weaken our abilities. Poor sleepers have a greater risk of heart disease and stroke. So it's known that sleep quality and duration can have a major effect on many health risk factors. These are also factors believed to drive chronic disease, including heart disease. A review of 15 studies found that people who don't get enough sleep are at far greater risk of heart disease or stroke than those who sleep 7 to 8 hours per night. Your health is at stake. Let's get you to sleep. Sleep also affects glucose metabolism and type 2 diabetes risk. Experimental sleep restrictions affect blood sugars and reduce insulin sensitivity. In a study in healthy young men, restricting sleep to four hours per night for six nights in a row caused symptoms of pre-diabetes. These symptoms resolved after one week of increased sleep duration. Poor sleep habits are also strongly linked to adverse effects on blood sugar in the general population. Those sleeping less than six hours per night have repeatedly been shown to be at an increased risk of type 2 diabetes. So, sleep deprivation can cause prediabetes in healthy adults in as little as six days. Many show Many studies show a strong link between short sleep duration and type two diabetes. Get to sleep. This can be corrected in about a week of regular sleep. Sleeping improves your immune function. This is a fact that the less sleep you get, the lower your your immune functionality. So less sleep, the more likelihood you are to get a cold. They found that those who slept less than seven hours were almost three times more likely to develop a cold than those who slept eight hours or more. If you often get colds, ensuring that you get at least eight hours of sleep per night can be very helpful. Eating more garlic can help as well, which I do. I actually don't get sick, probably hardly once a year or even, but I do eat a lot of garlic, but anyway. Getting at least eight hours of sleep can improve your immune function and fight the common cold. Get to sleep, stock up on your garlic, and your health will be good to go. Poor sleep is also linked to increased inflammation. So if you are dealing with inflammation, arthritic factors, sleep can have a major effect on the inflammation in your body. In fact, sleep loss is known to activate undesirable markers of inflammation and cell damage. Poor sleep has been strongly linked to long-term inflammation of the digestive tract. In disorders known as inflammatory bowel disease, one study observed that sleep-deprived people with Crohn's disease were twice as likely to relapse as patients who slept well. Get to sleep. Let's not have a Crohn's relapse. Let's eliminate that IBS. Let's get you to sleep and improve your health. Researchers are even recommending sleep evaluation to help predict outcomes in individuals with long-term inflammatory issues. So listen, sleep affects your body's inflammatory response. Poor sleep is strongly linked to inflammatory bowel disease and increases your risk of disease recurrence. Finally, sleep affects emotions and social interactions. Sleep loss reduces your ability to interact socially. It makes you very disgruntled, angry. You face the world not with glee, but with just pure resentment because guess what? You didn't get to sleep. Several studies confirmed this using emotional facial recognition tests. One study found that people who had not slept had a reduced ability to recognize expressions of anger and happiness. Researchers believe that poor sleep affects your ability to recognize important social cues and process emotional information. So here's the thing. Sleep deprivation may reduce your social skills and ability to recognize people's emotional expressions. This is very important because in today's society of limited social interaction due to social media overaction, you know, people aren't receptive to social cues. And if you haven't slept well, you're even less likely to recognize these social cues, which is very important in human interaction. So bottom line, along with nutrition and exercise, good sleep is one of the pillars of health. You simply cannot achieve optimal health without taking care of your sleep. So today on Sweet Dreams, we're getting you to sleep, but we're addressing the problems And what the effects are if you don't. Thank you for joining me today on Sweet Dreams. I look forward to the next time. Let's get you to sleep. If you like what you've heard today and would like to have more of it, please feel free to donate to the podcast. With just a dollar a month, you can support this show, giving me more time to do more research and give you more tools to get you to sleep here on Sweet Dreams. Until next time, we'll be back.